Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. I was just thinking um, this is funny because anyone who is just watching our last live is going to be like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, we are recording two episodes in a row. Two episodes because I have no air conditioning and, and so I don't want to record in the, be in the house anymore than I can. Yeah. And also I'm like traveling a yes. bunch for the next couple of weeks. So yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but we're dedicated to bringing you content, people. So, um, <laughs> by the way, um, today, something I didn't tell you in the last episode is today, uh, or tell the, the community is today, um, my husband's sister is coming from Israel with her, one of her kids and to meet my son. And it's exciting. Cause I mean, she lives in Israel. They all live in Israel. So like, they ha- he hasn't met them yet. And I'm really excited because he was going to get to meet like his actual one real aunt and yeah. real cousin. Yeah. Because basically we're in that phase of calling everyone aunt and cousin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm excited. Um, and I think we're going to go to the Chinese Lantern Festival, Ambi. Oh, that's fun. Take pictures. I yeah, want to see I them. I will. I will. Um, okay. So today is a Ask Us Anything episode. What does that mean? That means we have posted in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. By the way, get in there. There's like 2,000. No, there's like 1,500 people in there. Um, and we asked – ask us anything. We said, what do you guys want us to talk about on yeah. this episode? Um, so – People send some questions in and we will read them and we will respond to them. And if you're watching this live, you can also type a question in if you are so called and we might get to those as well, depending how long these take. Um, so before we do that, do we want to talk about our retreat, our upcoming retreat? Yeah, let's let's chat about it. Why not? Go ahead. You <laughs> so started. we have decided to add a third retreat to this year. Um by the way, I realize some people might be confused. Our Belize retreat has been rescheduled to next year. It's probably going to be in the spring. Uh, we will get back to you on specific dates, but the timing of it was just really hard for a lot of the people that wanted to go because of their kids going back to school and such. So um, we will be announcing those rescheduled dates. Um, however, I'm disappointed too, guys. I wanted to go. <laughs> 
However, we are going to be doing a retreat in October. It is starting October the 13th, which is also Friday the 13th, and it ends uh, October 15th, and we are doing it in uh, Virginia Beach, which is where Ambi lives. And if you guys don't know, Virginia Beach is a very psychic, spiritual town. There's a lot of history there. Edgar Cayce, the great channeler, um, came from – lived there and had a whole – has a whole center there. Yeah. Um, the town is very psychic and spiritual and uh, there's a lot of great practitioners there. So we rented a house on the beach and we are going to be doing a retreat to celebrate um, divine feminine femininity. power, divine yeah. femininity, feminine power. Because if you don't know, that actually was the original um, association of the day, Friday the 13th. It's the day of the goddess. It's the day of feminine power, feminine intuition, magic. And uh, there's lots of ritual and celebration around it before the patriarchy turned it into an evil day, a scary day associated with, you know, like horror and stuff. Uh, so funny how they do that. Um, but so, yeah, we are going to kind of reclaim the day and we're going to have a beautiful retreat, um, on the beach, uh, or close to the beach. Um, no, it's pretty much a block away from the beach. Yeah, it's on the beach. Yeah, yeah. on the beach. Um, and we are going to, uh, be working on our intuition, working on connecting with our, our own unique inner power, um, getting to know ourselves. If you heard the last episode, that's what we were talking about, getting to understand and know ourselves better. And that's what our retreats are all about. It's getting to know ourselves through being in a safe, um, an, uh, a safe as container. Yes, a safe container um, where – and what that means to us is, you know, there's a lot of places in the world, in the country where you could go and kind of talk about some of this stuff and you'll – it will be called woo-woo and it will be called poppycock and it will be called – I don't know where these names, words poppycock. are coming from. <laughs> poppycock. And you might be made to feel, I don't know, a little – uncomfortable or embarrassed or even stupid. I mean, hopefully not, but that can happen. And our containers and our retreats are intended to be a space where you can share that part of yourself. You can share your intuitive and maybe quote woo experiences and you're not going to feel weird and you're not going to feel judged. You're going to feel um, understood and even energized and excited about them. And what we know is that in these spaces, that's when that happens, that's how your intuition can show itself to you even more because now you feel safe to trust yourself and to listen. And so it's a very activating experience and it's also a very fun experience. We infuse our um, our retreats with fun. And so- um, Lots of fun. Yes, lots of fun. Lots so of sisterhood you- too. Absolutely. Our our last retreat loved each other so much that that we're basically creating another retreat just for them to go on another retreat together because that's what they yeah. wanted to do. <laughs> so um, you really will bond through this experience. And uh, if you're interested, um, we're doing essentially a flat fee for this one. So um, basically, it's twenty five hundred dollars. Um, you can do a three-month payment plan or you can pay in full and we have a $200 discount. Um, so if you're interested, make sure you reach out. Let us know. We only have 10 spots available. Um, and yeah. Anything else yeah. I missed, Andy? No, you did great. That was awesome. Great. Thank you. Do you do way better at that than I do. <laughs> no, no, no. 
We yeah. both do it great. Um, okay. <laughs> let's, let's get back to this Ask Us Anything podcast. So okay. let's go. I'm going to the comments. So the first comment. I don't know why I'm pulling cards, but I am. Go ahead. Oh, I love so that. Strange. You never pull cards. I never pull cards. Okay. Go ahead. Continue I'm on. excited about this. Okay. So the first question comes from someone named Shannon who says, mm-hmm. What is the best way to decipher what numbers mean? I get a lot of communication through my dreams, and recently I had two very distinct dates given to me repeatedly in the same dream, but I don't know what the dates mean or the numbers. They don't hold any significance in my life right now or my past. Just wondering if you could point me in the right direction or have any insight to this. Mm, I would say that dates are... There are some dates that or numbers, like let's talk about repeating numbers. There are some repeating numbers that are universal. This is generally what they mean. But most of the time, repeating numbers, patterns, things like that are specific and they're they're there for you specifically, right? Um what does that mean? So well, what you. they're for you. Okay. So what that means is uh four 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 for an example. That can mean like spiritual connection. That can mean being on the right track. Generally, guidance. Generally, that's what it means for most people. But 444 for me personally and privately is um, associated with something negative that I will not talk about. So when I see that, it's actually like, wake up. Like you're not doing what you should be doing. Does that make sense? Oh, interesting. Okay. That's my favorite number. That's awkward. (laughs) It used to be mine too. One of my favorite ways that people can support this podcast is by checking out our Patreon. Ambie, you like our Patreon, right? Nah. No, I'm kidding. I love it. I love it. One of my favorite things to do is interact with our community. And Patreon is a really good way to engage with other people that listen to the podcast and that are interested in the same things that we're interested in. Like conspiracy theories. Like conspiracy theories, like ETs, like... um, Dead People celebrities that have passed away, dead celebrities. I really love when our listeners kind of almost feel like they've like solved uh, cases. And stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of detective work. Yes, it, we all feel like little Nancy Drews over there using our intuitions uh, for, I guess, for our inter- entertainment. Mm-hmm. If you're woo woo and you love pop culture, this is the place for you. So. Right now, you can get a free seven-day trial to our Patreon tier, which gives you access to all the bonus material, including celebrity spirit interviews, intuitive investigations, and we have a huge vault dating back years that you can get access to. So make sure you go and check out patreon.com slash podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast and sign up for our free trial. Yeah, I would say it, it, numbers can mean whatever you've associated them to mean. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think you can go to a lot of websites and type in like, like literally, I know there's websites you can go and type in yeah. any number. Like I'm talking any number that you see repeatedly and, and say like, what does this mean? And it'll give you a meaning. And maybe that meaning is what you need to hear. Like maybe that's the easiest way to get you the information of the meaning. And so maybe you'll connect with that, you know, and it'll resonate. But I think for the most part, numbers mean whatever 
they come to mean for you, whatever you think of when you see them. Um, and I also think that when regards to a dream, um, for me, what I'm getting with this, because you said you had two very distinct dates given to me repeatedly in the same dream, but I don't know what the dates mean or the numbers. They don't hold any significance in my life right now or my past. Right. So what mm-hmm. if it's something about the future? So why? Yeah. And and what if you just were to write those dates down or maybe put it on your calendar and maybe – and I don't think it's anything ominous or anything like that. Yeah, it, it could doesn't be, have to be. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be Maybe because, it's the lottery numbers. That, I always thought that too. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Either – so write the numbers down and either play those numbers in the lottery or maybe look and see if there's a lottery on any of those days and then buy a ticket on those days because – That's a um, good idea. Because we have received the information that like you can get – lottery numbers through dreams and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can get a lot of things through dreams. But the point is, you don't always have to know what it means. I think we're so set all the time on like, what does this mean? What What does does this mean? mean? Yeah. And sometimes you aren't meant to know immediately what it means. Sometimes you're meant to keep asking that question of like, hmm, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? What does that mean? And sometimes it's an ever-evolving meaning. Like sometimes it will mean something now. But then, you know, six months from now, it's going to have even a deeper meaning and it's just going to keep unraveling. So my advice would be write down the numbers, put them in your calendar. Also look and see if there's any – because Ambie and I both thought of the lottery. So look and see if there's any like – mega millions pulls on those days or whatever. I would definitely, even if it's a thousand dollars, I would do yeah. it. I would yeah. do it a hundred percent. Winning yeah. the lottery. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. Um, all right. So Can I just say, I yeah. love this. I love our podcast. I love talking to you. It makes my heart full. Go ahead. So do I. I love it. Thanks. I also really love specifically the Ask Us Anything episodes yeah. we do every once in a while just because it's nice to it's fun. know what you guys are wanting to know. Um, okay. So the next one is from Christine, which says, feel into the Kanye West cloning conspiracy, please. Smiley face, upside down, smiley face. Um, um, I can't <laughs> tell if people are disappointed or um happy that there aren't clones i don't i truly don't know people want there to be clones people want there to be clones can uh you i need you to vamp because my kids school's called yes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about what we've determined through our own intuitive investigation into clones there are no clones um now, again, this is through our intuitive investigation. This is through our own uh, intuitive experiences. Um, that being said, could there be a world where there are clones? Sure. Could there – anything's possible, right? And and is it possible that we're incorrect? Absolutely, because it's possible we're incorrect about every single thing. I don't know. We're just sharing our opinions here, guys, pretty much. That's, that's all this podcast comes down to. Um now, if you're asking us, we're going to say, no, clones aren't a thing, but it's a thing that people like to talk about, especially right now, because it really coincides with like the kind of 
um, like Illuminati vibes, right? We also we also have done an investigation into the Illuminati, like literally what is the Illuminati. And um, that is on our Patreon. You can access that and all of our intuitive investigations and celebrity spirit interviews um, for just $5 and you can cancel at any time. Uh, we have a whole vault of them on our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Anyway, um, so to me, and I'm going to have to see if Ambi agrees, but to me, I feel like the whole thing about cloning is that celebrities, when they become fame, like before they come famous, they have this innocence to them. They have this kind of like wide-eyed innocence about themselves and the business and fame and their careers and all that. And that's why I think, first of all, so many celebrities look so different before they really make it big. And that's why you can compare these pictures and be like, wow, why did they look so different? Their energy was different. Their energy was different, period, right? And your energy is really what makes up your appearance. I mean, when you're when you're coming down to it. So their energy was different. And you can feel that lightness and that youthfulness and that hope, right? And then I feel like for the most part, and it's I guess it's like cynical to say, but like once they actually become famous, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like comes with that. And it's really heavy stuff. And it's really stressful at times. And it's very... Um, it's almost, I think a lot of celebrities are described like, it's really not what it's cracked up to be, or like, I didn't expect this part, or I didn't realize like there was no going back from this in terms of like people knowing who I am. So I can't just like walk down the street. Um, so Kanye West in particular has gone through many iterations of himself, you know, and I think Kanye West has a serious mental health issue, which is is sad. Yeah. Um, which but is, I think it's a very serious mental health issue. I would agree. And, or I wouldn't be surprised. I would agree. And also what I will say is that type of thing is exacerbated by fame. Like it is mm-hmm. so because you don't know what's real. You have no actual like earthly concept of what is reality because you're so famous. And he in particular is so famous mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he'll never know what it's like to be normal. He'll never – I mean, he'll, yeah. he knew from his childhood. But even then, I feel like he was kind of on this path of like greatness where he was kind of like a prodigy. If you watch that documentary on him, it's actually fascinating. Um, but – He'll never know what it's like. He'll ne- he'll he can tell himself he might know, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know, and he won't know, and he doesn't know what reality is necessarily. And so, yeah. I think what you guys are seeing when you see people's face change and stuff is like you're seeing their energy change. You're seeing them go through mental health things. You're seeing them go through diseases. You're seeing them go through addictions. You're seeing them go through hard times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that really changes how they look. Not to mention filters and like photoshopping and like, you know, we're again, it's like we're given these images of like what celebrities look like. And then we see them in person. We're like, huh? Or we see a different picture of them that's not touched up. And we're like, what? That's not them. You know, I mean, you think about like I was looking at the pictures of me from 2018 and it looks like a completely well, not a completely different person, but it looks like a different person because Mm -hmm. I've aged. Mm -hmm. I've been through stress. Mm-hmm. stress ages you like there's mm-hmm. a lot of different dynamics that happen in your life and so i i agree with you 100 percent. 
I don't know if people know, Ambi, when we started this podcast, I didn't think I was intuitive. Tell me more about that. Well, you kept telling me you're intuitive, you're intuitive. And I kept saying, no, I'm not as intuitive as you. I could never do what you do. I could mm-hmm. never talk to a spirit or I could never feel into something that's going on. Or I'm just making it all up. A lot of people yeah. say that. Oh, I've taught almost a hundred people. And I hear that a lot from people. Oh, I'm not as intuitive as this person. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, it's just my imagination. What if I'm wrong? If you didn't know, your intuition is not something you're either born with or not. It's a muscle that you can build, that can be developed. You just have to use it and you have to prex exercise. You have to practice. You have to exercise. And that's why we have created Superbloom, an intuitive development community that includes a 12-module course that you can do at your own pace, as well as weekly coaching on Zoom with us and your peers that you can join at leisure, and the opportunity to practice with the other members of the community and build strong bonds and safe spaces so that you feel safe to really explore this part of you that you've always had, you just might not be so familiar with it. And that's the best part of Superbloom is being in a community with other people that are in the same area of their spiritual journey as you are, and you're figuring it out together. And Alexa and I are the little flashlights that are showing you the way. Ambie and I created Superbloom knowing that our community is full of intuitives that might be downplaying their abilities, that might believe that they can't do this, just like me. I didn't think I could, and now I'm doing readings for lots of people every week, and I love it, and it's made my life so full. So if you're interested in joining Superbloom, we offer class equitable sliding scale pricing. What does that mean? That means that you get to pay a price that is appropriate for your current lifestyle. We don't ask any questions. We ask you to put yourself in a certain tier depending on your life circumstances, and you can pay the price that applies most to you because we want to create an inclusive and diverse community full of people at all different stages of life who are coming together with the common goal of developing their intuition and building that community. So if you're interested in joining, you can go to innerbloompodcast.com slash superbloom, and that will give you access to the different scales we offer, the different pricing tiers we have, everything that's included when you sign up for Superbloom. And I absolutely love the ability to blow people's minds and let them know that they are intuitive, they are not crazy, and that they absolutely can tap into their own magic in this life. We can't wait to watch you realize how magical and powerful you are in Superbloom. See you there. Rachel, who's on our live stream right now, said, can we feel into Kim Kardashian, too, and the theories that she does black magic? And I just want to say I immediately almost laughed, not at you, Rachel, at the idea of Kim Kardashian doing black magic because I genuinely don't think that she's – I think she's actually a very smart woman, a very savvy woman in terms of business. But, like, I don't see that happening at all personally. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you feel, Amby, but I think it's almost, like, laughable – um, for her to participate in some sort of like, if you're talking about like a rich, a ritualized like black magic thing, I don't think she's 
uh, she she might go to something maybe, but I don't think that she is sitting there on her own practicing it. I don't know, Ambie. What do you think? Well, I guess my question, what came up to me first, would be my question is. Anytime we see a woman that's really powerful, we want to associate their power mm-hmm. success with something else like mm-hmm. uh, black magic or like the Illuminati or like mm-hmm. we want to give something else credit mm-hmm. for it. And I think that it's important to recognize that too. Um, yeah. Same thing with um, people of color. We mm-hmm. want to associate their success. If you look at a lot of the different um, cultures, the the pyramids, for example, we want to assume that that was ETs. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that that ETs didn't have any involvement in it, but it was done by Egyptian people. Mm -hmm. So like, let's, let's also keep that in mind. But do I think that she participates in rituals? Yes. Do I think Mm -hmm. that it's like a scary black magic? Not necessarily. No. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense does that answer the yes. question well there's a lot of different rituals yeah that you can do i mean i mean her i, doing I her... participate in ritual but also like um she has a lot of ritual around like family and around like music and also around like i mean because she becomes she be she, like makeup you know and like different eras of herself like you you think she's doing a spiritual ritual uh, yeah yeah, but that I don't think that that is like super out there. Like, well, like okay, do you think so she's la- doing like this is she's lighting a because, candle? Well, maybe. Well, this is interesting because last night I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the new episode. I don't fucking know why, but I did. Yeah. Anyway, so it's interesting that we're talking about them. And what I saw on the show was basically manifesting. It was yes. basically like she said something negative and someone in her circle said, don't say that or you're going to attract it in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about manifesting. Yes. So who's to say that she doesn't take that a step further? So, but does, but again, does that mean negativity or does that mean like when yeah. we talk about these things, we have to A, be careful with our words and B, um, understand why we're having these thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's also a lot of rumors and and maybe this is where the black magic thing with her comes from or the association is like I think there's also a lot of like rumors about like well Kanye is this way because the Kardashians like there there is such everybody talks about oh the Kardashian curse any man that comes into their vicinity you know becomes goes crazy or becomes a drug you know something terrible happens to them basically and does the track record show that i it kind of does but um also does that say something about what the kardashians are doing like as in they're performing some sort of like you said black magic no not necessarily it could also be that the type of people they're attracting yeah you know, i think that's more what it is yeah the type exactly. of people they're attracting is like like we talked about in the previous episode like it's this energy that's you're illuminating out and you're getting back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it only really feeds their narrative of like these like powerful women. So, you know. And is that of- a form of magic? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean is like, like, I feel like they participate in glamour magic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like 
I mean, Kim's a very motivated woman. Like, whatever you feel about her is fine, but she is, you can't say she's not a hard worker. She obviously She literally works very made hard. nothing, something out of nothing. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Kara wants to know any feelings on Venus retrograde? Fuck Venus retrograde. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking when I, well, I'm kind of joking when I say that. Mm, Blame like it on the retrograde. Yeah, I was, I was texting someone and they were like, yeah, blame it on uh, retrograde. And I was like, fuck off. I'll blame yeah. it on whatever I want. Um, yeah. But what do I feel about it? I think that what I keep seeing is it's a cycle. It's going to happen again. It's pattern, right? Um, and it feels like it's bringing up aspects in all of us that are wanted and unwanted within ourselves. So aspects that we like in ourselves and aspects that we don't enjoy in ourselves. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like a mirror, like you're seeing Mm -hmm. a reflection of yourself and how you participate um, in the world. Mm -hmm. And Mm. because when we talk about Venus, it's all about like the self-love. It's all about Mm self-care. Oh, so that's why the breakups? Like That's why the breakups. It's like you're seeing directly how this partnership like affects you. Yep. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like so many celebrity breakups, man. Um, it's crazy. And, and celebrities, they're just like us. Um, so Marina Jennings says, could you guys feel your baby's soul come into its body before they were born? Or as kids, could you feel their spirit guide slash did they communicate things with you? Also love the podcast. Thank you, Marina. Thanks. What do you think? What do you think about that one? You've been pregnant sooner than I have. So what do you think about that? Well, okay. I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. And by the way, I just heard my son wake up. So I will go get him shortly. But um I I mean, he was very active in my belly and I felt his energy early. Like I felt his energy. I wrote in my speech to I, I wrote my husband and I wrote a letter to him for his bris and something I wrote in the letter that I think about a lot today is like, it was just so clear to me that he was so happy. He was such Mm. a happy baby. And what I wrote was that his happiness spread and it Mm. became me. It spread into me. It, it, it made me happy too. And it was, um, and, and so I felt his energy, um, and I don't know if you can say that that's his soul, but that's what it feels like to me because that feeling, that happy feeling is how I feel when I'm like interacting with him. You know, it's, I feel that coming from him. And since having him though, I've, I've listened to a lot of different um, psychics and mediums who have shared their experience with this and what I feel they've shared is on point with what makes sense to me is like when the baby is in the belly, the soul is – it depends on the baby, but the soul is really kind of coming and going as it pleases and they liken this to like – because like when you're sleeping, your soul doesn't stay in your body. Your soul is roaming around and that's what you're experiencing as dreams. Um, but, you know, so imagine nine months just chilling mm-hmm. there, you know, you, and you don't have to be there. <laughs> like, you know, so the soul will kind of come in and kind of – uh, interact from time to time and check things out, but you know, it's, they're kind of in and out. And, um, 
and Arc Nine has said this before too. Arc Nine has said sometimes they're in for longer, and sometimes they're not fully in until the moment of birth. And sometimes, you know, it it depends. Um, but I would say that mine was pretty active throughout, and especially through the last half of the pregnancy, I felt like he was really, really in there. Uh, so, what do you think? Um, you know, what's interesting is their personalities, like all of my kids for me are so closely associated to the foods that I ate, which is sound, sounds so strange. (laughs) So with my oldest one, like I gained so much weight and I I gained a hundred pounds, which is like a sixth grader. And it's like another one of you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, I just ate, I would eat like three boxes of Oreos a day. And that's a lot of Oreos. Love Oreos. And so my oldest kid, he loves Oreos. He loves like, he's very sweet and he loves like all of those things. So like to me. And he's tall AF. He's six, one, six true. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big kid. Um, He's a whole grown up now. But his personality like coming out was very like uh, stubborn typical tourist didn't want to do what he yeah. did yeah didn't want to do what he didn't want to do um and until he was literally ripped out of my body like you're coming out um and then my middle one salty everything i have never wanted so much salt in my whole life and that child will put salt on everything they just love it and um with them they punched their way out of my stomach literally the doctor went oh my god like that (laughs) during the c-section and I was like what because I was scared and they're like they just punched out of your uterus and like that is such a brain move I feel like they're um when they want to do something they want to do it and they don't really care like yeah like let's go let's do this yeah and then my last one um was probably the calmest of all the babies. He was the littlest one. Um, he was early. Um, just couldn't wait to be here. It was like three weeks early. And he was the only one I went into natural labor with. Um, and when he was a baby, he um, didn't cry at all. Mm. Like at all. I We would have to get him completely naked. And like... Um, like irritate his skin to wake him up so he could eat because he just wasn't wasn't about it didn't just wanted to sleep so and that's pretty much his personality is very like go with the flow just like whatever it's cool mm-hmm. when he's done he's done but mm-hmm. like he's very chill very laid back just mm-hmm. um very punctual does not like to be late like speak mm-hmm. early so yeah so it's mm-hmm. very interesting so do you think their spirits were do you think like they were in there like during the pregnancy a lot or how do you think that works I think it like I don't I want to say it's like a combination of the two of us like intertwining do you know what I mean with my last one Oliver I did this is really sad and this makes me really sad I did not want to name him Alexander Jr I don't know why it was this feeling of like I cannot name this child that and I mm-hmm. I don't know I think Alexander is a nice name mm-hmm. um and I really thought like the baby was trying to tell me something but like mm-hmm. no he's pretty upset that his name's not Alexander actually he <laughs> well, yeah he's told me several times like I wish you named me daddy's name and that kind of breaks my heart like 
shit, I'm sorry. I fucked up. My bad. The baby wasn't trying to tell me anything. So, well, maybe it was, but like from this vantage point at this moment in time, he thinks he wanted maybe. Alexander. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I feel like, uh, uh, I don't know. Something you said before reminded me of something, but I can't remember now. I don't know, but uh, I definitely feel like the uh, when the soul comes in fully is kind of sub- it depends on the spirit, depends on the mom, depends on the pregnancy. Everything is so subjective in this life. There's no like one hard rule for anything is like what I feel like um, in terms of like how it all works. I just feel mm-hmm. like we're all so different and everything. And that's why I think every all the milestones for babies and stuff like they're good milestones to have you know what i mean like and it's a good base level thing but at the same time i've talked to so many moms who are like oh yeah like my my kid didn't do that until that and it, it way early on this way late yeah. on this and they're mm-hmm. and they're they're just their own person you know what i mean yeah. so Brynn was um, walking at nine months old and they insane. were so tiny that someone stopped yeah. me and asked me if it was a doll or a real baby <laughs> I can imagine that would be kind of scary. Yeah. And I was like, is like, that an animatronic? Yeah. You no, know, this is this is a living human. This is a living human. That's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. I was with my friend's kids this week in San Francisco and mm-hmm. oh my God, she was showing me pictures of um her oldest one who's two and a half right now. And oh my God, is she a spitfire? Like mm. oh my God, such a spitfire. It was such a good exposure to like, oh, that's what that's what's coming for me. Like toddlerhood, mm. just in any two moment. Is not worse. No, no. Oh, <laughs> What'd you say? Three is worse than two. Great. But it it actually – our friends are great parents, meaning like they're really self-regulated and they know how to – I would say they're like conscious parents. You know, they understand Mm -hmm. how to not get angry and just more like guide and take care of the situation. And so it gave me a really good – I don't think I've really seen a lot of parents that I know or that when I've been paying attention that do it like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. at least for toddlers, like I just, I haven't seen it. So it was nice to see that in action and be like, okay, like, I mean, it's really crazy when they go crazy, but I mean, it's doable. It's doable. Um, so, and it also just let me know, like, again, how every kid is so different. Like, I mean, I know that we'll, we'll have the, the twos and the threes and it'll probably be a wild difference from where we are right now. But I also know, like, just because, you know, their daughter expressed in that exact way doesn't mean that ever is going to express in that exact right. way. He's going to have his own way. So it's just 100%. wild. Yeah. Okay. The last question here is, <laughs> so Connie wanted us to comment on a video or feel into a video. Sorry. Um, and do you want me to play the video for you to – Do you have um, the ability to? This is yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, hold on. It's a three-minute video, though, but I I can just play you the beginning, and I feel like that can... Let's try it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Oh, I can't hear anything. You can't hear anything? Mm Mm-mm. Try to unplug your your headphones. No, I can't do that. It'll make a really terrible sound. Okay. Just look at the video. Okay. And I'll tell you what she's saying. Okay. They found this this crazy being underwater. Yeah, it's an alien. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, but then it shapeshifts into like this. Basically, it's a shape-shifting um a, a shape-shifting organism. 
It also looks like the videos, it doesn't look like it, but intuitively it feels like the video has been altered. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, my response to this is like, yeah, there's yeah, there's crazy shit at the bottom too, of like, the ocean that we don't, we'll yeah. never. I, I don't know gonna, why we keep fucking around there. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I personally don't understand it. I personally don't understand why alone. we can't just leave it alone. Yeah. Why do we keep poking the bear? Leave it yeah. alone. <laughs> But also, like, I don't know why we're surprised at this point when we just see really weird crap come out from the bottom of the ocean and we're like, is it an alien? It's like, yeah. I mean, look at a squid. That's what that I mean. is an alien. That is fucking weird looking. Octopus, they can change colors and shapes. Absolutely not. That, my friend, is an alien. It's just, or maybe we're aliens. Who knows? That's for the day. But my point is there's a lot of weird shit in the ocean and we just keep fucking around with it, thinking that everything's okay. And what's going to happen is it's going to poke we back. Did. That is what's going to happen. Did. Alexa's talking to her son. To I don't know what happened. <gasps> oh, look at his head- Oh, it's in my ear. Okay, hold on. Just my headphones are breaking. Um, F, do you want to say hi? Hi. Can you say hi? Hi. Wave. Look at his wave. Wave. You want to say hi? He's just yeah. Yeah. Can you say hi? Hi. Oh, he said it. Mm-hmm. Did he say it? Yeah. Wait. Wave. Do your wave. I'll cut this out of the podcast, guys. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. There he was waving a little bit. Um, oh. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in. We love you all. And until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.